Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT episode 556 and NXT UK episode 88, both broadcasts on April 8th, 2020. Um, just real quick, talking about the NXT UK episode, it was uh, like a clip show, a look back at the early days of NXT, NXT uh, including uh, Jordan Devon versus Tyler Bate from the first round of the very first United Kingdom uh, uh, championship tournament. Um, there was also, I think it was Pete Dunn versus Trent Seven um, from the second United Kingdom special, whatever that one was called. Um, and then there was also from the quarterfinal round. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Mark Andrews versus Joe Coffey. No, this was from uh, the the second special um, from the next year. Um, that that matches there. And then uh, who it was? Uh, Jack Gallagher versus i didn't write any of this down i'm just uh, trying to remember from watching it yesterday it was jack gallagher versus man i don't remember who he fought in that round i'm gonna i'm gonna look that up uh so yeah (laughs) while i look that i'm not even gonna pause it while i look it up um united kingdom tournament championship kingdom championship tournament 2018 i think it was uh so this was the uh uh, inaugural um oh no 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 this is the second one uh the inaugural one was in 2017 and jack gallagher who did he fight who did jack gallagher fight Oh, he wasn't even in the... It, okay, that must have been from the second one then. But we did see that very first match... Or, no, it was the quarterfinals match. It wasn't first round. Of Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin. Very good. Very, very good match. Um, But the second tournament, we had... Jack Gallagher... Uh, oh, it was a, another quarterfinals uh, uh, match. Um... The first round of the 2018 tournament was all at the Download Festival. And those were like, I think they're all, they're probably still all on YouTube. Um, but then the, the quarterfinals round, there are four matches in the quarterfinals. We had Gen- Gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Zach Gibson. Also a very good match. But um, anyway, go check that out. You can go watch all of those matches anyway, but um, having them all together and then you had uh, the. Uh, the one guy hosting it from in his house, so that was kind of interesting. Um, it's a very different episode, and we'll see how things go uh, from here. Um, I think they may have also played um, a, a recap of the the battle royal from last night from from last week. I, I'm, I don't remember exactly uh, because it was re- it was because it was a replay. I wasn't really paying that that much attention to it. 
but that brings us over to NXT uh, episode 556. We open up with the six-woman ladder match to determine who will challenge Charlotte Flair for the NXT championship. How soon will she? Cha- will they challenge her? Um, I don't know. Hopefully, it's like in the next couple of weeks or something. I don't know. But uh, man, this match was awesome. Oh, it was great. This is my favorite match of the night. <laughs> there were three matches in this episode, but um, oh, it was so good. We had Io Shirai versus Tegan Knox versus Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai versus K- uh, Chelsea Green. It's like I just wrote CG and I was like, Cameron Grimes, what, what the hell is he doing in there? No, it's uh, <laughs> Chelsea Green. All this stuff is falling off of my stand here. Um, and Candice LeRae. Um, at one point, of course, we had some help by uh, Raquel Gonzalez helping out uh, Dakota Kai. Um, and then we also had Robert Stone helping out Chelsea Green. But luckily, neither of them were successful. We had, we had Raquel carrying, like, had, like, firemen's carry up the ladder um, to uh, to get Dakota Kai up there. But it was unsuccessful. And then Robert Stone, I, I don't understand his thinking there. He climbed the opposite side of the ladder from Chelsea and was, like, reaching down from above to, like, egg her on to like cheer her on to like encourage her to get there and he was like he was sort of helping her get up the ladder once she could actually reach him but i I felt like that was a very ineffective way to to help help her out but um yeah they got dumped off the ladder that it it, everyone could see that coming except for those two um but ultimately Io Shirai wins. She will go and fight Charlotte Flair for the NXT Championship. Um, a lot of people online are immediately like, "This happens like with everything." It's like, "Oh, they won. They can have the title match, but they're not going to win the title match. It's going to be awful." Like, like immediately, just thinking badly of what's going to happen. So um, I'd say, but I'm excited for this match. I think it's going to be awesome. And, um, you know, I'll wait to find out if I'll be disappointed or upset or whatever until the match is broadcasted. Is broadcast. Is the is broadcast. It is broadcast. It, it, uh, hmm. I'm not sure if you, if you, if, if it broadcast by itself. Yeah, it is past tense. That's how I've been t- typing, typing in my description. It has to be. Has, or else I've been wrong this entire time. Typing out broadcasted, which was broadcast until it was until it is broadcast. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Io Shirai, so awesome, so awesome. She's great. I love it. Um, we had a uh, a replay of Finn Balor versus Alexander Wolf. Uh, not the entire match. It was kind of like the last five minutes, more or less. Um. And we got a uh, a promo or like a, a video package slash promo talking about how they're both unable unable to make any moves. Uh, Finn and Walter they can't do anything about this uh, this conflict that they have, but this time will pass, and this is we're going to take care of business when that time comes. Uh, so that was kind of cool. We got a replay of the abductions of Mendoza. Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilds. Uh, no further information for us there. It was just reminding us that it happened. Um, there was no mention of that of who their opponent was before this happened. 
Um, and maybe I was misinformed. I know that Raul, I know that Joaquin Wilde had just fought Kushida. I'm not sure. I was just believing everything. I didn't double check for myself that uh, Raul Mendoza had also just fought Kushida. But um, we'll see how that unfolds, hopefully, sometime soon. Then we have the the new tag team uh, consisting of Rinku and Sarav uh, called Indus Share, who are managed by uh, Bivens Enterprises, and they go up against Everrise, who we haven't seen in a while. I feel like the, maybe the last time we saw them was like in, in October or something like that. Uh, uh, Matt Bontel, Matt, Matt, <laughs> why did I say Matt like that? Matt Montel and Chase Parker, I think that's their names, of Everrise, uh, they're defeated by Indus Share, of course um Rhea Ripley very briefly very brief clip uh kind of devastated after her loss and she says uh she was better than I thought and that was it uh that this is played after the interview with Charlotte that we already saw on Raw on Monday and then the entire second half of the show uh it was like a almost a full hour with commercials um Johnny Gargano versus Champa there is in an empty studio while there's a ring in there there's some like uh some bins filled with uh like crutches and garbage cans and stuff like that um i can't read my handwriting at all what did i what kind of notes did i leave here uh triple oh triple h is just when they arrive triple h is just sitting there in the corner looks like he's about to he, he may have been waiting there like all day he's like we're supposed to do this in the afternoon. Where you, uh. Anyway, it starts in here. It ends in here. Whatever else you do, I don't care. Once I leave the room, the match starts. Drake is here just to end the match. That's all. He's not enforcing any rules or anything like that. So, um, yeah, they go out it for like about seven years. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of trash talk. There's, oh, uh, also, um, in the, the rest of this episode, we had Morrow on commentary and I kind of wonder if, uh, if they had originally had Tom Phillips and Sam Roberts there, like they were last week and then the entire thing got replaced. They re-recorded it all with Morrow. And if that was the choice, if, if, if they did make that choice to make the change after the fact, that was a great decision. If they made the choice to, to change, like for filming then that also was a great decision i i feel like because we never saw morrow on screen that was a change made after the fact but it was it was so much more watchable oh my gosh it makes a huge huge difference it was only morrow on commentary but man i i mean tom phillips is great but you had to get sam roberts out of there oh it was just dragging the show down so much realize he's playing a character but it was like uh, it, it not not good not good so this episode is great as far as commentary goes because morrow is back in the chair back on the headset back in the recording booth um <laughs> i say it like that back in the recording booth there's morrow Rodnolo, famed commentator for showtime boxing and wwe nxt anyway um so th- this 
this match has a lot of similarities to Edge versus Randy Orton. They didn't go to all the different rooms because they were not at the um, at the what you call it the the performance center. I think they were at Full Sail, just in a different studio space at Full Sail. But anyway, they also end up on top of a, a semi trailer, um, but they're outside which had a, a lot of a different feel to it. Uh, that was the only different location that they went to. Uh, otherwise, everything else took place in that same black box room. Um, but uh, yeah, having no commentary, I thought it was great versus having Byron and Tom Phillips on commentaries talking very softly. It's like, oh, no. Oh, Edge is lost his mind here no, that's not how they sounded but it may as well have been it's like oh i don't go back and listen to my review of night two of wrestlemania i'll talk a lot about that but anyway so i think those two differences make i i liked this more although i thought it was still like really really too long i it could have been half the length for sure um because all the stuff in the last segment that could have still like it, it th- that was all the most important stuff is all the stuff in that last segment um so candace arrives and <laughs> i thought she was gonna be like johnny you forgot your lunch and then be like oh no what are you doing or something like that but she she was like oh no what are you doing but when she first came in it looked like she was just coming back like hey you forgot something in the car um <clears throat> Anyway, so uh, Candace is really angry at Champa and is like, you, I hate my husband now because of you. I hate, what do you have to say here? You have to end this. And he says, no, I'll end this myself and kicks Johnny in the, in the junk. He's laid out and she storms off. And then Champa's, oh, oh no, what have I done? And he goes over because he, he thinks that he, that, that, their relationship is over and it's all his fault and he's like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and johnny says i'm sorry too but then wham champa gets kicked in the groin and then johnny pulls out his cup he was it was a it was a it was all a setup he wasn't actually kicked in the balls his future children are safe um and uh champa gets hit with the uh the fairy tale ending on the exposed boards all the matting had been pulled apart from that side of the ring the darks that not the dark side of the, ring. <laughs> the bare side of the ring and uh it's the fairy tale ending on Ch- on champa champa's own finisher and uh gets the one two three and him and candace are so so happy they go outside they go to get in their car probably had their lunch in there um, waiting once they get to the next place we don't see them eating their lunch she he did not forget his lunch they they were fine they were, they could go get their lunch in the car but in a car as they're walking past i missed who it was because it was like so quick um i couldn't pause um <clears throat> i can't pause sling with my uh subscription tier or whatever so um they walk past uh another suv where just very dimly lit, there's killer clock, killer killer croc, killer cross, kill, <laughs> killer cross, and Scarlet Bordeaux, uh, just watching, waiting to see who is the winner of this match. And so I, I think there, there are these two couples. I think we're going to see. 
I could see. I I'm hoping that we get some intergender matches here. Not the men tag in, and then the 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 other man get, gets in there, and the the then they tag to to their partner, and then the other woman gets in there. Like I I I want to see a full on, fully like fully mixed match, um between these uh these two couples. Uh, but we'll see what happens with all that. And the biggest question is what, where, why, where, what is, is Champa going to do next? Cause th- th- this is the end. It ends here. Triple H said no more. He won't tolerate any more. And if there, if, if one of them has to go where and that's the question where do they go is champa done or with the with raw and smackdown being at the performance center is it, it is this the best time uh possible for champa to to have a run uh with all the the folks over there he doesn't have to do all the the house shows from uh, before the current situation he doesn't have to do all the traveling he just uh, you know pops in for a couple of weeks worth of recording for uh, for Raw and SmackDown. So I think I think that that could be a possibility. Maybe we'll see 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 such things and other things develop on SmackDown tonight. We already had Bianca Belair show up on Raw. We already had uh, um, who else? I forget who else came came up came over to Raw. Um, so, uh, yeah, I expect we'll see at least one person from NXT show up on SmackDown, um, uh, tonight. And I'm excited for tonight's SmackDown because it's the first real post WrestleMania, uh, show. Um, the first real show that's, that was filmed before uh, that was filmed since WrestleMania aired, uh, because Monday's uh, Raw was filmed be- uh, before WrestleMania aired, and uh, this this week's um, NXT was also filmed before that. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for SmackDown tonight and 205 Live. Um, I have no predictions or anything. I've I've been avoiding uh, most news. Uh, the biggest piece, the, really, the only piece of news that I saw today was that the Revival have been released from WWE. Um, so I'm sure we'll see them pop up somewhere else when they are able to, uh, probably not super soon. Cause it sounds like AEW filmed like all, a lot of stuff for the next few weeks already. So it could be, a, uh, it could be a while anyway, um, before we see them, uh, on TV screens again. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> That is everything I think that I want to talk about. I'm so happy that EO won and um I I want her to win and get, become champion against Charlotte. Uh but I think it doesn't seem super likely. But I hopefully if she does not win it, um I'm hopeful that it's some type of disqualification finish. So that it doesn't, uh, I just don't want to see everybody complaining about Charlotte burying anybody really 
Like, I don't mind Charlotte winning stuff, but I I get annoyed when people are ups- are just complaining that, that that's all they're doing is complaining that Charlotte is winning stuff. So, um, yeah. So I guess I do. I I guess I do dislike Charlotte winning stuff, but it's not for just the fact that she's winning stuff. It's because it's it, it it it. What's the word I'm looking for? It takes over the conversation. It, it pervades the entire conversation, whenever it happens. And then when it doesn't happen, like nobody says anything about it. it uh, this this kind of thing. So, like, cha- so in the bathroom, we run out of toilet paper. If you change it, no, nobody no. When it runs out, nobody notices because the, the toilet paper is just done. It's good. But if you if you just forget about it once. Then that they're like, why do you keep forgetting to change the toilet paper roll or whatever? It's that kind of thing that you only notice it when it's when when it's bad when you don't like it, and then when something that goes wrong, you just like take it for granted. You just forget about it or whatever. Like it, like Charlotte and Becky losing against the Kabuki Warriors. Everybody's more focused on uh you know the 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 physicality and the injury and stuff like that, that they're still unhappy with it, that they, that they're focused on that They're but still remember, remember is like, Oh, burying, uh, Oscar uh, and Kyrie there. It was like, well, they, 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 they still were champions. They, they didn't lose the match, but anyway, not, not event. Char- I, I don't really care about defending Charlotte. I just don't, I, I I don't like the complaining about it all the time. Um, okay, that is it. Uh, let me know what you thought about uh, everything by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links to your friends. Subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.